<laughs> Dude, you've been coughing a lot. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I am going to apologize up front uh, to the audience. You're going to hear a lot of coughing in this episode. Do you taste blood? Not yet. Cool. But I hopefully I will. Are you Wolverine? Maybe. Nice. <laughs> Guys, welcome to my gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And get ready for another wonderful episode uh, that we bring to you this solid Thursday. It is a solid Thursday. As opposed to a gaseous. Yes, it's not viscous. It's, or a viscous. It's no. solid. It is solid. Yeah. Like a rock. Yeah, like a rock. Woo! Or my soul. <laughs> Hardened. Or your wiener yeah. okay um guys before we get going though we want to thank our sponsor <laughs> we want to thank our sponsor elephant and castle uh for letting us record in their lovely enc lounge i truthfully thought you were trying to transition to elephant and castle and you're, I was, you're like or hard like and i'm like is there something hardier like do they serve like ice or like they have ice for their drinks <laughs> like guys food Food's solid. Right? I don't know. It's a really good menu. Up in the castle. Yay! 185 North Wabash, Chicago, Illinois. Come on down and check them out. They've got happy hour every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. Where they also have snack and shares, uh, which basically is any food item that is $11 or less is half price. Half price. Plus some really great drink specials as well. Speaking of specials, they have daily specials. Mm-hmm. Starting with one and done Mondays. Yeah, yeah. Where a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped. Tap that keg. Tapped it good. And they pour it until it's gone. It's pints for $3. Watch this. One, two, three. That's as many dollars. We That's stopped it. there. And if you have any sort of alcohol on a regular basis, especially in a very urban environment like Chicago, you realize that's a fucking deal. Yeah, especially with craft beer. And yeah. you get to come in every Monday, try a new one. You get to talk to people, say, were you here last Monday? I was. This compares to the other one in a certain way. And you exactly. can have discussions. So good. So come check that out on Mondays. On Tuesdays, it's 10 Up Tuesdays. Yo. Justin, what's a 10? So you know how uh, people who are named Christopher, sometimes you call them Topher? Mm -hmm. So you drop the first part of the name, and you get the last part, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of Chris, it's Topher. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Tin is my nickname if you were to apply the same logic. Gotcha. Tin. Nice. That's really well done. Thank you. I like it. What's up, Tin? See? I don't like this at all. Uh, tin is also a can of beer, and they are 25% off on Tuesdays. Boom. Boom. You also have Wine Down Wednesdays, where glasses of wine are a dollar off, and bottles are... <laughs> well, bottles. Well, bottles. Well, bottles. Uh, well, half off. Or half off on Wine Down Wednesdays. You also have Local Thursdays, where local uh, local brews, yes. local drafts are uh, $5.50, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. It's still a great deal. Still a good deal. And then uh, on the weekends, if you like brunch, like I know you do, you little brunch motherfucker, you... Uh, you've got mimosas and Bloody Marys for $5, so check it out. They've got a great menu. They've got great drinks. We love it down here, 185 North Wabash. Check it out. Yes. So, before we talk about episode 161, we also want to say, hey, y'all, make sure you go and uh, rate and review us on all your listing platforms. That's R-A-T-E, rate. Rate. Yes, thank you for clarifying. Uh, we, we just need we need a little boost. We need you to go out there and be like, hey, uh, this is what I think about this. Uh, check it out and give us a rating so you can help boost us up the sites. And please also share us around. Uh, there, uh, You can copy the link or there should be a share button on any device you're listening to uh, or on. And uh, share it with a friend. Share mm -hmm. it on your social media. Let people know that there is amazing content out there yes. that has been produced by these two wonderful individuals for the last three years. Yes. 
And uh, we are constantly meeting new folks, and we appreciate it. We appreciate the interactions. Hashtag Ask Practical Doug for all your practical questions. Yeah. Uh, and we give advice. all suggestions. It's been great. You guys have been awesome, and we appreciate it. That being said, episode 161 was a real doozy of a twosie. Uh, we talked a lot about Rudy and how much uh, that guy's a fucking failure. <laughs> Again, because I just can't help myself. <coughs> we talked about when Elon. Doug hates someone, he will he will hate on them very hard. There's something I, I, little things I love more than realizing something that's supposed to be awesome is actually a horrifying mistake. Uh, those are great realizations for me, and I just dig in and I dig in hard. I'm digging hard. Uh, we also talked about Elon Musk, the recent controversy around him smoking the uh, tobacco weed. Uh, Just and I clearly have a pretty deep argument about what a blunt is, which is entertaining. And uh, <laughs> talk about innovation, ways to be better with travel, uh, and, and just kind of kick around a lot of different ideas of what, what it would be like. And Neil deGrasse Tyson is thinking too inside the box. I say 4D travel. There you go. Well, that's what he talked about, too, at some point, 4D and 5D travel. I mean, 5D. About, about whatever the hell that means. Right. So... Guys, sit down, Five relax. D could be $5. That's the cost of a Bloody Mary mimosa here. Could be. Interesting. Interesting. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Come at us, bro. Episode 161. Enjoy. Mind Gap Podcast. I mean, to be Just, fair, not everyone can be a surgeon. Yes. And probably for good reason, the amount of focus and steadiness and I like, knowledge. You disagree? I disagree. <laughs> cool. I, Lay remember, it out there for me. You remember when we talked about Rudy? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> someone Tell really, me about the Rudy of the heart surgeon world. I Well, his... How his, many people died? <laughs> I mean, not... There were more that lived. I have i'm just this is playing out in my mind like a movie right now as this guy who's studying as hard as he can you know i can do it i know i can dude you're getting d's no one's gonna want you to operate on it's not it's this it culminates in there's one scene where the chief of surgery walks in and just goes you killed a man you're fired no no that's that's the button on it but what happens is like He's in the hospital. He's right. just, and people start clapping. Hank, 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 Hank. And the, the surgeon's like, "Fine, get Hank in here." And he goes in. He puts these scrubs up, and he goes in. Everyone's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> Jump cut to you killed a man. <laughs> Hank, you you killed a man. You killed a man. Yeah, yeah. You get to do a surgery, and you killed a man. All right, but I'll do better next time. No, no, no you won't. No, but I believe I can. That's cool. That's great. Uh, but when you pay off your debt, then you can do another one. Oh, we're so getting I, we're getting sued, I, Hank. We're I just have sued. To, I just have to pay my student loans. Oh no, and the lawsuit. Oh, okay. So, but once I pay that off, I'm yeah. good. To, I'm good to operate yeah, again. Absolutely. Good luck doing that. Awesome. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'll just pop into my mom's trust fund. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. He, he drains it. So he's he can do exactly. One. Yeah. Chief of surgery gets fired for making a shit ass deal yeah. like that. It's like, yeah, fine. It's like, cool. Let me get my trust fund. Cool. So that's in writing, right? Can we put that in writing? <laughs> is this a verbal contract? Sure. We'll put it in okay, writing. Okay. Hey. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone, all I want to do is operate on a heart. <laughs> I want to do a triple bypass. <laughs> oh, man. That would be the worst 
That would be the worst movie. Hank, you can't even drive on a bypass. What makes you think you can <laughs> you can do one on a heart? I don't know, man. Boo. I know. <laughs> who would you cast in that movie? Oh, my God. Uh, who would be a great fuck-up? Jason Manzukis. You, Jason Manzukis? No, he's too old. I feel like um, I would put him as the chief of surgery yeah, for some reason. No. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, you somehow cannot. He's, he's the smartest character in the room. Yeah. yeah. Who's a good fuck up? I, That's a younger. I was going to say younger because initially I was like Zach Galifianakis, but he's yeah. again. I think he's too old for that role. Yeah, I don't know who is a younger fuck up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who the younger. All these, the, these what, kids what, nowadays. That Jay Beer Show guy who was in like. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, he looks younger. He looks young. He's he's our age, but he, yeah. he looks younger. Mm-hmm. I guess I could put him in there. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, he's like, I can do it. No, no, you. You very much can't. You can't. <laughs> just, you, dude, you're getting like less than a 2.0. No one wants you as their surgeon. I guess maybe <coughs> the criminal underworld will, t- I guess, accept you to some degree because you can <laughs> get some reps in, I suppose. But, you know, with the idea that they're probably going to die. <laughs> you could just see Manzuka's play there, too. Look, I shouldn't be telling you this. Yeah. But. That's the story. I know. <laughs> he That's goes, the story. He goes in the underground, gets his reps, mm-hmm. gets his reps in, and then he reemerges. And now he has to battle the stigma that he's been a mob surgeon for so many, for so long. And now that, he's like, I've seen things. Yeah, like he comes back and changed, man. He's oh, like, yeah. It's like, you know, he's got a I single, know what the books are telling me to do, but the street says otherwise. He's got a single scalpel tattoo on his cheek. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's it's like the scarlet letter. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've seen gunshot so... wounds you wouldn't believe. I saw a man <laughs> get his arm chopped off with the hatchet. <laughs> I stopped the bleeding. I was the man who chopped. He died. He, he died. bled out. He, there was nothing I could do for him. But yeah, yeah, there is. If you turn to page 528 in your <laughs> fucking book, we covered that, Hank. You kept my book when I left. <laughs> it's collateral. It's collateral. For what? I don't know. I couldn't afford it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But wait, you just paid off a $5 million lawsuit from your mom's trust fund. Yeah. Yeah. It's only there for emergencies. The book wasn't an emergency. I'm not going to pull... You know how much of a pain in the ass is to pull money out of trust? <laughs> the amount of paperwork that's involved with that? It's insane. For a book? Not worth it. No way. For a lawsuit? Absolutely. Cool. To clear my name? You got that's it. That's the first thing that, that my wasp parents taught me. Looks <laughs> for a lawsuit, always drain the trust fund. Oh, my God. I would love to see Rudy and all those... Like, the Rudy <laughs> story for all these other, like, ridiculous situations. <laughs> Right. If you want to go dark, it's yeah. the Rudy for the the police academy. Oh Jesus! This guy's just terrible. It's more of like a real life story. I mean but. that really, yeah. <laughs> until he it's meets, called Detroit. Until he meets Lieutenant Brock. Ru- Lieutenant Brock <gasps> turns him around. Lieutenant Brock is the shining star in all of these movies. Exactly. He's in, the he in plays every single, everything in every single movie. He's he the knows. chief of surgery. <laughs> no, no, no. He's the owner of the hospital. There he is. Yeah, Manzuka still is the chief of surgery. Lieutenant he, Brock's the owner of the hospital he, slash police lieutenants <laughs> always, always in, in, yeah. in every universe he's always like also i dabble a little <laughs> in police work i dabble in de-escalation <laughs> that's how i roll <laughs> oh he would be he's yeah not only he's the he's the owner of the hospital but he's he moonlights his security <laughs> but he's the wise sage that always owner moonlights his security i love it <laughs> that he he's always giving and people are like oh that's just the security guard brock but little do they know, like he owned the hospital. Yeah, he's right. essentially Jesus. Yeah, right. <coughs> I don't he's know the why Jesus he's alleg- Jesus. He's the Jesus allegory security guard. <laughs> exactly. 
You know, that old trope. Yeah, right. Yeah, that old movie one trope. That happens a lot. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see like a Rudy for like the stock market. He's just not good at it, Ooh, you know? Okay, yeah. And then he gets out there and he loses people millions of dollars. He's the reason for the 2008 financial crisis. We could tie all of these universes together, mm-hmm. and he's the one that's managing the trust fund that's supposed to get the doctor out of the, the lawsuit. There you go. He goes to get that, and he realizes he doesn't have any money. He doesn't, yeah, right. He's been mismanaged by the Rudy of the financial world. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. Because all these things are, I think, what was it? I think someone even said the in the Rudy... Like, story, he even lined up offsides. Like, he still fucked up his one play that he played. So, like, he just oh man, couldn't do it. Like, he could not get it together. Yeah, but it's just because he didn't believe enough enough. Oh, enough enough? Yeah, like, he really <laughs> needed to believe. I. It's so funny because it took one article about Rudy for me just to start disliking that whole story. <laughs> the fantasy behind it. Because it's a great, like, fantasy. It's not real life. When people are like, that's a real story. I'm like, that's a fabricated story. By the guy who was Rudy, who took years to sell his story, yeah, to tell his story that's not real, that's a fantasy. And you think about that when you break it down logically, you just just destroy the magic of it. Yeah, especially when you're like, dude, you should probably do something else. You should probably do something else. Yeah, you can love the stuff all you want, but you should probably do something else. <laughs> no, man, but I can do this. Mm-hmm. Do something else, but. Okay. I mean, I mean you, you can, but you should do something else. You should else. do something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, ugh. The more I, I, I hear about that, and I'm like, that is actually a cautionary tale. Yeah. It's not a fantasy happy <laughs> ending. It's a cautionary tale of how a man can ruin his life. And the, the hopes and dreams mm-hmm. of uh, his teammates. Exactly. Right. I've never seen it, so I don't know how it ends. Really? I've never seen the movie. you never seen the movie? <clears throat> like, I, know, <laughs> I know enough about it just from pop culture. Yeah. But I've never I've never watched it from start to well, finish. Well, Samwise clips. Samwise Gamgee uh, basically <laughs> goes out to play football, and Happy Hogan uh, basically supports him along the way. So that's it. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, it's just you know it's inspiring to see all that willpower. But I'm like, dude, you're not that good. Right. You're not good. <laughs> and you know it, it kind of perpetuates this idea that you can try as hard as you want and you'll achieve your goals. I'm like, but did you? You got to play one play. At the at the end of a game of a blowout yeah, against man. the other team, right, and win the whole thing, and you did, and you got a tackle, but and he made he scored real, forty points. No, yep, no, he did not he score. Kicked, he kicked a forty point f- goal. Nope, false. I'm pretty sure that's how the movie I saw. That's how it ended. Yeah, it's like uh, it's actually something I look at now. I'm like, I don't <clears throat> like that story <laughs> at all. That's uh, kind of detrimental. Are to you going to use where it? As a cautionary tale to Natalie? I'll use it as an example of, hey, let's find your strengths so you can have the willpower of Rudy towards something you're good at. <laughs> yeah. Because greater outcome at that point in time. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with, again, we're kind of treading this topic again. There's nothing wrong with enjoying a hobby. You know what I mean? <coughs> yeah. Like just <clears throat> putting your effort into something that you enjoy. Like whatever. I'll never be a pro gamer. I'm fine with that. I'm still going to play video games. It's not going to stop you. No. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm not going to dump hours and hours and money and stuff like that into a game that I know I'm not going to be good at. Like, I know that. That's just, it's just, it's not a good idea. Yeah. Let's put your talents towards something that's, you know, a little more worthwhile. I mean, you see the same thing when you see like these, you know, American Idol, you know, rejects who show up. They're like, I've been singing my whole life. Wait for this moment. And then they get up there and you're like, Jesus Uh, Christ. I feel like American Idol is a really, is a really good, uh, 
example of the Rudy scenario put into put into practice. Real, realistic terms? Yeah. Yeah. Like that is that is a really good like there's no arguing the fact that ouch. Mm-hmm. These guys. What you suck. can apply to that is the internet factor, where you may be good in your town, sure, but worldwide, like <laughs> you know, you may be the best singer on your block, right? But compared to the world, like yeah. no, it's not going to work. Yeah, that's not what's going to be good. And I don't know. I I don't. I don't, I don't like people blindly and foolishly uh, just ramming their head against the wall. <laughs> Be like, it's going to break, bam. It's going to break, bam. It's going to break, bam. <coughs> but in fairness, they're not specifying what's going to break. They're just saying it's going to break. So it could be the cranium. I, okay. Is that a win? You tell me. <laughs> no. Well, I'm for, is it for them, though? CTE. Need I say more? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. You think about that, Justin. Cranial temporal enlargement. Mm, almost cranial testicular endorphins. Ah, I didn't get to finish med school. <laughs> you know what? I got a D. I got a D, and that's why I need fucking money. <laughs> that's why I need fucking money. That's why I need fucking money so I can get back into it and I can finally perform a brain surgery. Right? There yeah. you go. Because I need to, I need to figure this out. I need to figure it out, Doug. Yeah. I need that's... to figure out the CTE. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to figure out the CTE. <laughs> the CTE will be uh, my white whale. I don't know if I'll ever figure it out. Dude, do we have to go there? Really? What? You're really going to bring up Moby Dick right now in this day and age? In the Me Too era, you're going to bring up Moby Dick right here on this podcast? Yep. <laughs> you should see Justin's eyes darting back and forth like, what the fuck have I just I done? I don't know what I... But yes, and... <laughs> I absolutely am going to bring it up. Let me tell you why, Doug. <laughs> Please tell me why. What well, is there a thing? Is that actually? No, a thing? I just oh, totally fabricated. I was that. like, is that a new thing that we're against now? Because that's how quickly outrage can attack. Justin. <laughs> Again, I have not read the book, so I could easily, uh, I could easily be. Convinced have you seen that. Jaws? Then you've then you've read Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the the whale kept saying, "Stop." <laughs> and Ahab just kept at him. Mm-hmm. Yep. The so, end. so fucking yeah. <laughs> so fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh. fuck Moby Dick is what I'm saying. Yeah, right. And the horse he rode in on. <laughs> I'm tangled up in my mic cord. Get untangled. Get out of here. Mic cord. Head, headphone cord. <clears throat> Did you hear about Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> what about him? Uh, he smoked. He smoked a little bit of marijuana, and now people hate him. Yeah. They're just mad about other things. Yeah, you can be uh, mad about him for other things. Don't be mad about him for taking a puff. I yeah, I think that was the what, the memes out of that are the best though. Like those <laughs> are my favorite things. Oh yeah, well the first the first way I found it was there was a, uh, a YouTuber that I, I watched, Casey Neistat. <clears throat> he tweeted your lover, uh, my lover. Yeah, Casey, I'm waiting for the callback. Um, there was a picture that he tweeted out, and it was. Uh, Musk getting out of a Tesla, like on like presenting, like on a stage where you'd be presenting it, getting out of the Tesla, and like there was just a puff of smoke coming out of the uh, out of the Tesla, and he was like, "The memes are the meme game is strong today." And I was like, "What is this?" And so I, I dug into it, found out that he on the Joe Rogan podcast, <clears throat> they were talking about uh, some uh, thing Joe picked up from Mexico. Joe was like, "You know, I thought I picked it up because I thought you could fit blunts in there," and he pulled a blunt out and handed it to him. He goes, "Try to put that in there." He goes, "You can only fit one in." And it seems kind of, you know, 
like a like a douchebag move to just have a giant container with one blunt in it. <laughs> and then he grabbed it back and just lit it. Mm-hmm. And then Musk was like, "Is that is that a joint?" Or and he's like, "Or is that a blunt or whatever?" As if he didn't know. That's that's the thing I, I have issue with with that clip is he's like. Is that a is that a joint? Well, it's, it was also partially really? partially tobacco and partially uh, <coughs> sure. you know, marijuana. So, fair question, Justin. Yeah, I suppose I don't know. I feel like that's playing a little naive. No, I mean, regardless, it's, it's fair to be like, what's in there? <clears throat> you know, sure, absolutely. I'll give you that. Um, I would also argue, though, you're going into Joe Rogan's studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's talking about it fits a blunt. He pulls out a rolled item, hands it to you to put in there, and then pulls it out and lights it. Is that I mean, not? I mean, yeah, you could easily draw that conclusion, but I think it's also He's supposed fair. to be smart, Doug. He, I think it's a fair question because the true answer was it's tobacco and marijuana. Yeah, but the thing is it was a blunt. Yes, but blunts generally just have marijuana in it, yes? I, they can. Exactly. So what is that? What's in there? What's in there, Justin? I feel like you just answered your own question when you said they can. That means there's other options. Therefore, right, but I don't Elon, think they're called different things. Fine, but to say, is that a blunt? Meaning, I think the implied message was, is that marijuana in there? And the answer, truthfully, is yes. As well as tobacco. Yeah, but you don't have to say that. You can say, yes, there is marijuana in here. Sure. Right. But he said that's tobacco and marijuana, so therefore... Still a blunt. It is a blunt that has tobacco and marijuana. Now, our... <laughs> Yes. He was right to ask the probing question, Justin. The, yes, it was a very probing, journalistic, investigative question. Yes. I will grant you that. 2020 did a story on it. The, <laughs> the, uh, can you just imagine Barbara Walters digging deep on that subject? Welcome to 2020. 2020. I'm Barbara Walters. I got baked as shit this week. Blunts. Blunts. What's in them? Elon asks the questions. For our some reason, she's Walter Cronkite and Barbara Walters. Our special investigative reporter, Elon Musk, is on the scene. Um, is that a blunt? Yeah. The end. The Thank end. you. <laughs> News today from Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, any of our hardcore uh, listeners who are, or any of our listeners who are hardcore weed fans will probably um, let us know uh, without any qualms. That we are educate wrong on, on something that we've just said. Yeah. Uh, but educate us. Please let us know. Regardless. You know, at one point in time, uh, I tried to convince my mom that uh, weed and marijuana were two different things. Did you? Did you know that they were not? No. Oh, you seriously thought they were? I was young and my mom goes, you know, she said weed and marijuana. I'm like, well, I said something about weed. I go, well, it's not marijuana. She goes, they're the same thing. I go, no, they're not. She goes, I love it. She goes, okay, what's the difference? I'm like, well. I don't know, but I know there's a difference. You, know, you give that classic kid yeah. like defiance, like, well, I can't explain it, but there's a difference. When I was like, the way the they affect you. <laughs> so I was like, in my mind, weed and marijuana were two separate things. Sure, and so, that makes yeah. I mean, that's one of those things where you get stuck in your brain yeah. as a kid. And I was like, oh, she was right. Right. <laughs> I can't let her know. Did you did you ever have any other misconceptions as a kid? The one that I always go back to, which I absolutely uh, to this like now that I'm older, I'm like, how did I ever fucking think uh, was Void where prohibited. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, and it was void reprohibited, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, it's void reprohibited." <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that's what they're saying. Yeah, I used to. I remember just people would throw around slang names for drugs all the time, and I didn't know what smack was versus crack. I was like, "What's the difference?" You know, guys. Seriously, what is the difference? What's smack? Smack. I think smack's heroin. Oh, okay. Cool. I think again. I could be wrong. Sounds about we right. We can probably look it up right here. You know, there's all that sort of stuff. 
There's there's the internet. Yeah, right. Smack. <laughs> Strike in a sudden violent way. <laughs> That's it. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, heroin. Yep. Heroin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, I had no idea what the fuck. I just was like, uh huh. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I have no idea what the slang is. Um, so anyway, anyway yes. so yeah, so Joe lights it up. Elon goes, "Is that a is that a blunt?" And he said, "Yes." And he goes, "Do you want some?" He goes, "Oh no." He goes, "You probably can't have this because of, uh, or you you probably can't smoke this because of uh, Your shareholders shareholders and, and stuff." And he goes, "Well, it's legal, right?" And because they're in California, mm-hmm. so Joe passes it over. He sniffs it. He takes a puff and does not inhale. He lets it roll uh, either. Like a smart individual, or like a, a complete amateur, mm-hmm. just lets it roll out of his mouth mm-hmm. like cigar smoke without inhaling it, and then kind of just gives like a hmm, okay, mm-hmm. and then hands it back to him. He also, I'm wondering too, because they had been for about uh, thirty to sixty seconds, they'd been talking about, um, uh, I think, what did he say talk about it with Neil deGrasse Tyson, where it like, or he said someone turned him on to this, where they were talking about. How it like cuts the it cuts the harshness of the weed or something? I have they no were, idea what you're talking about. In the episode, they yeah. were talking about the the tobacco and weed mixture. Someone turned Joe onto it. Oh, I don't know who that was. They were talking. They they had been talking about that, and he's like, "Does it change the flavor?" They, they were they were discussing it, and I'm wondering too if Elon didn't inhale just because he was wondering about the just the pure flavor. How much of it. how much more did you listen to the interview after that? Uh, I jumped ahead about ten minutes just to see if it took effect. Yeah, no, he. Elon goes on to say that he doesn't do weed. It's not his thing. Like he said to yeah. him, it has adverse effects on him. Okay. Um, for him, he said it, it slows him down, and that's not what he wants. For him, a cup of coffee is what he's looking for. Gotcha, yeah. That or meth. Um, <laughs> you know, or smack. Yeah, or smack. Wait, that'll also slow him down. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where he, for him, he's always going. Right. So, which is also a good and a bad thing. Yeah, you can't. Well, I think didn't his ex-wife write a book or something like that, where they, she was like, he never turned it off at home. Like, I probably like where she was like, I I couldn't because he was never off. Well, it's so funny because Joe was like asking him. He's like, dude, how do you manage your time? He asked them like several times. He's yeah. like, I don't. He goes, I don't understand how you do all the things that you do. <laughs> and you know, he also just admired me. He goes, dude, what's it like? You know, being you. He goes, all these ideas. He goes, it sounds great. When it's on, but when you want to turn it off and it doesn't turn off, he's like, it's it's awful. That's interesting. And Joe was like, dude, you got to get in a, in a sensory deprivation tank. Yeah. He goes, and, and you can tell Elon was like, uh, uh, that seems like it's going to amplify the problem. I was going to say, <laughs> that seems like a terrible idea. Joe's like, no, nah, man, you got to give it a try. Like, he convinced him. He goes, like, will you try it? He goes, all right, I'll try it. So like, he's convincing him to. There's no way. Because, yeah, I feel like Elon is right in that regard. Like, you yeah. have nothing to do but sit with your thoughts. And yeah. so, like, you want to talk about his mind just ramping the fuck up. Yeah. No. He's just got constant. The thing is, like, he's so <laughs> smart. Like, he has a really good concept because Joe's like, what about flying cars, man? And Elon's like, that's a terrible idea. He's like, if you want flying cars, just put wheels on helicopters. There you go. Like that's, <laughs> there's your flying car. Yeah. He, goes, he goes, the amount of force that it takes to essentially, and he goes through all the, the physics and the math Interesting. on it. He's like, it, it, it's not worth it to the people on the ground to have that much. Not to mention airspace is just insane yeah. Yeah. and everything like that. His idea is to build tunnels. He says tunnels go, go are the way to go, yeah. which is funny because this parallels what Neil deGrasse Tyson was saying where... Um, he was talking about, you know, right now um, we're traveling on a 2D space with cars. Sure. 2D plane. He's like, y- you can only fit 
you got one lane road, you can only fit as many cars as it fits in one lane. You go two lane roads, you expand it, you expand it, but at some point you're limited mm-hmm. in a two dimensional sense. He goes, 3D is the way to go. He goes, technically, we kind of do that where we have overpasses sure, yeah, and yeah. underpasses and things like that. He goes, now you're traveling in a three dimensional space where you're traveling around each other. <clears throat> so he was like, and Elon made the point, he goes, you can travel a lot further down than you can up. He goes, you can go way further down than you can the tallest skyscraper. Interesting. He goes, so the better idea to do is to travel down, make tunnels. He talked about the specifics where they have interlocking chambers where it's almost like a snake. So if there's an earthquake, it actually will never break. So it shifts with. He goes, he goes, earthquakes aren't really the issue with it. Um, it was, he was so just like nonchalant about how he like, came up with the idea you, for building this. It's something you can tell he has given an insane amount of like thought and like research into, but is talking about it as if, yeah. as if it's this, well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so funny because at one point he talks about how, because uh, Joe goes, we joke about this a lot about how any asshole that were to walk up to city council and be like, I want to build tunnels <laughs> under the city, they'd be like, okay. Thank you. Right. He goes, but you do it. And they're like, okay. He's like, how do you convince that? He goes, well, it's surprisingly easy to get a permit to dig a pit. (laughs) And in about a 10 minute span, he says the word pit so many times. I'm like, I swear to Christ, if you say that again, I'm shutting this off. Like he says (laughs) it so much. He goes, we got a permit. We, uh, we ran some equipment and for about three days straight, uh, we dug a pit (laughs) and, uh, we looked down and we're like, yep, that's a pit. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I brought some people by from SpaceX. And you're like, here's what I want to do with a pit. He's like, I want to build tunnels. And he like, just starts pitching it. <laughs> and like, and all this sort of stuff. He just looks at it. And, and goes, Joe's like, no one stopped you? He goes, he goes, he goes uh, how are you going to regulate a pit? <laughs> you know, it's just like, hey, far be it from me to argue with this guy about this. Yeah, I mean. And. The idea of it is actually pretty fascinating. He talked about, you know, if you want to go really fast to vacuum seal right. the tunnels so, like, things just you zip through with minimal resistance and, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. I'm like, what a great idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, he won the bid for the Hyperloop in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's, and that's going to be very interesting to watch happen. And that's the thing is, is those are the things that fascinate me are the ideas of how we can revolutionize transportation. Yeah. And... Um, because right now what we're doing is not, it's just not good enough like for what we have. Oh, and no. I mean, you look at <clears throat> the, the traffic jams that we get in Chicago, and, I mean, that's we think that's bad. Yeah. You look at the traffic jams they get in L.A., oh. where you're sitting on the, the, the whatever, I don't 405. know, 405 for, yeah. for four or five hours. I mean, you're just, it's, you're not going anywhere. Even when Beth and I were up in Sonoma, yeah. there was <clears throat> country roads in Sonoma at random points in the day. We would come around like a bend, and we would just see a line of like fifty cars at some random stop sign or something. I'm like, "How does this happen on a yeah. country road? There's traffic out here." There's a reason why when you play games like Sim City and any sort of city building simulation, that the traffic is the worst part of the game. Sure, it breaks the game every yeah. single time. I can never figure out how to do traffic in any of these games because if you go by the grid system, it's terrible. Yeah, it never works because inevitably you have people stopping every so every so block. So. It just builds up, yeah, and you can't really necessarily do the old loop de loop. The old Boston, yeah. It's like it doesn't necessarily work that well either. So I think you know, from my doctorate perspective, uh, you know, the idea of tunnels sounds terrifying at first, but if proven and if you know, basically taken care of. Elon also talked a lot about um, self-driving cars. 
basically, um, you know, being the next wave of things too. Because yeah, because they can regulate distance, speed. You know, they they like you, you're not going to have people slamming on the brakes, backing things up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And someone else made a good point. I think maybe it was Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about how um, the next new thing he predicts is um, people won't necessarily own cars because he goes the biggest waste is a car is owning your own car because you drive it and then it stays parked for hours at a time. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. It's yeah. taking up space. He goes, so the next thing in his mind would be shared cars okay. that will take you and then they're automated and they just go and they pick someone else up and they're just constantly working. It takes more cars off of the road yeah. because they're constantly working. You don't have to worry about parking <coughs> yeah. and things like that. Oh, they shit. Just, that's huge. They just yeah. operate. Well, and that's, that's my biggest, one of my biggest complaints about Uber and Lyft mm-hmm. is that it has... It has doubled the amount of cars that are on the road because now people are like, well, I need to get a car in order to Fair. in order to drive, in order to make money, like on the side. So instead of just having the regular cars we had plus the taxi drivers, now we have all these other dumb dicks who are terrible drivers mm-hmm. who just park in the middle of, of Michigan Avenue with their blinkers oh, on. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. And you're like, dude, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. You, you're an idiot. Yeah. You have to fucking move. You can't park here i was taking a lift home the other day from work and uh i had an amazing lift driver this dude was the shit yeah he was just he talked my ear off the whole way i'm like i could listen to you for hours really he's like yeah you gotta watch out for these uh these novices out here trying to he goes well i'll watch this this cop on a bike is pulling over guys like look at this dumbass he's over on the side Right. He goes, I know enough of these cops where I can pull that off sometimes. But if he goes Monday through Friday, I don't pull that. Yeah. He goes, on the weekends, I'll do it on the side street. I'll let everyone know. He goes, it's a tourist. They don't know any different. He goes, but if you're a novice, you can't do that. You'll get ticketed. Absolutely. Time. Yeah. Like, it's an expensive ticket, too. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it is. Yeah. But like all these people, now you've got all these extra cars yeah. from everyone on the road. So I think the traffic has gotten worse because of Uber and Lyft. It's possible. Instead of, you know, the, the idea was for it to get better. I don't think it has. I think was it's that really the idea to make it better? Well, the idea was to, so you don't have, it was to take on the cab companies to yeah. lower the prices, but also you don't have to drive. You've got other people driving for you. So it was supposed yeah. to, supposed to in theory reduce, you know, the amount of people. I, I would assume the idea was to reduce the amount of, I can't say that that was actually, actually yeah. the idea. I feel like this flawed <clears throat> If that's the case, I very much. Agree. I mean, the shared rides aren't bad. You know, I know a lot of people do that to get yeah. to work in the morning and stuff like that. But I don't know. For me, uh, I, I just I want to find better ways to go about this stuff. Yeah. You know, well, the traffic it's it's an, like it's an in, unsustainable thing. Like you were saying, 100%. like it it is. Eventually, you hit a critical mass where you're like, there's just guys, there's too many cars. Yeah. We can't move. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't go anywhere. The roads are just useless now. Sure. You know, at certain points of the day, rather. Yeah, and I I just. You know, it, it just what's the what's the best and what's the coolest way to do this? Yeah, because I mean, thing too is like Amtrak. God damn, that is such a poorly designed. Well, you're rail taking system. that more now, so well, I take Metra. Okay, well, like, so what's the difference? So Amtrak, Amtrak and well, Metra. Amtrak is like the cross country like trains that get Metra's you from, regional. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Metra is sort of like the you know suburban commute in from, Got it. for for Chicago, but. Amtrak is cool. I want to go from Chicago to L.A. over a three-day ride. Oof, woof. I've remember. You could drive that. I remember. Yeah, but it's cheap. It's real cheap. It'll is cost it? you three days, but it's cheap ticket yeah. to be there for three days. Do they have sleeper days. cars? They or? do. Okay. I'm just like, dude, that is ugh. Right. I remember reading years ago about how someone was looking to essentially invest in a railway system, where like by 2040. 
they would have like a super efficient railway system. That's not a sexy. You talking about high speed rail? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like something like legit, <coughs> where you could get I think something from like <coughs> Chicago to New York in like two hours or something like that. Oh, yeah. Or like, I was like, <coughs> well, whoa. in Japan they've got the uh, that rocket rail or whatever yeah. it is that goes. It's like an insane speed. Yeah. Um, I went to a. If you ever get a chance to go to a symposium, don't. Okay. Because the word itself connotes the the feeling that you will get while you're there. Well, I feel Pure like boredom. there should be music, but that's a symphony. Right. So. Very different. <laughs> symposium. I went to a high-speed rail symposium when I worked at that online TV station. Mm-hmm. We were uh, live streaming it for them. And I had to stand up. I was the guy who had the camera up front who was getting audience reaction and stuff. And so I had – I was – visible to everyone so i had to stay alert and awake oh god <clears throat> and i had to try to find people in the audience who were not sleeping and it was people who were giving pros and cons against like i, I don't know why or what i don't know who was running this but it was the thing that was happening at northwestern kellogg business school all right and uh it was fascinating to listen to the people who were proponents of it because i am fully on board with it but then to listen to what they were up against and the arguments against it were just ridiculously stupid. I can't oh, really? remember them now, but I'm like, y- your arguments are invalid. There's so much good this will do. And uh, they were just talking from everything from like, well, is this taxpayer money going to pay for it? And this and this and this. And it's going to take years and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. And the longer you push this off, the longer it's going to take. Yeah. So let's get this going. That's the thing is like these ideas aren't sexy. To be right, like, Guys, they're not, but they're, my God, they're so efficient. In 30 years, we could have something that's pretty right. amazing. It's right. like, ugh. You know, no one, want, no one wants to be like, well, I'm going to be dead by then. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but, you know, I think I've told this story before, but there was this um, scientist years ago in Japan who was working on some sort of magnetic rail system where essentially you'd have magnets that would allow the train to travel even faster because there's no friction. Sure. And the guy was being interviewed, and they're like, hey, you know, when do you think this will be done? He goes, "Oh, I'll be long dead." And the fact he that goes, he goes, "I'll never say see that. this," and he smiled. He goes, "But it excites me to know that you know someone in the future will be able to benefit from what I'm doing." It's like that's that is a foreign concept to Americans. A foreign concept to me because immediately I'm like, "No, that's a waste." Right? Yeah. And we don't. That is that is always something. The idea of sacrifice. People throw that word around a lot, but yeah. the idea of sacrificing your efforts to make something better for everyone else to I mean, literally better the future like yeah. to, to to better your children's future quote yeah. unquote yeah everyone gets butthurt i was joking today when i was training some new hires about there's all these uh system updates that happened after i left the operations team that i'm like you guys don't even know how good you have it <laughs> it's so hard for me i didn't even get to experience it <clears throat> but like you know just joking about that but i mean people are like well i didn't get to do it yeah my money's gonna go towards that you know Ah, I'm not going to get any social security, but I paid money into that. I'm like, yeah, cool, but whatever, man. I don't know what you want. Like, right. I don't know what to tell you. Life isn't fair. I mean. <laughs> also, you're doing a really great thing for future generations. Yeah. Yeah. And you're leaving the world better than you found that's it. That's a tough sell, man. People try to talk about, you know, leaving a better really future is. For, the, for your kids and their grandkids. And I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, we should do that. But, you know, you're going to be dead. You can't enjoy it. Or it's like, well, I'm not going to be here for that anyway, so I want to enjoy my time now. Right. It's like, yeah. I, okay, I yeah. get it, but that's really short-sighted. It really is. Really short-sighted. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but I want to ask you about the, the outlash or the, the backlash yeah. for him smoking the weed. 
Um, t- uh, the Tesla the shares. The tobacco weed, Justin. The tobacco. Sorry, Doug. The the tobacco. <laughs> the pe- the tobacco weed. The tobacco blunt. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Tesla shares closed 2.1% lower on Tuesday. So Tesla shares dropped. Two uh, executives walked from the company. And I think he even said in the podcast, like he was getting texts mm-hmm. and tweets like in the moment and calls from people saying, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I think it's absurd yeah. for him to catch this guy, for a, for Tesla stock to drop for executives to walk out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they don't agree with him, then fine, whatever, have a nice life. But like, this is a man who is, yes, you are a face of the company. <clears throat> You're on a podcast on your own time. You're not on company time. You are in California, where it's legal. You're in a private residence. There should be no repercussions from this. Like, there is, there's nothing wrong with what he did, period. There is nothing legally wrong with what he did. So, like, why do you think there's such a backlash from this? Well, it's also trying to, is it that coupled with the whole stuff that was going on with Thailand and the uh, the diver situation? Because that recently resurfaced again because... For anyone who doesn't know about that, uh, during the uh, <clears throat> the children who were caught in the cave in Thailand, Elon was trying to provide a submarine that would help out with that. And a lot of people were questioning whether it was altruistic or whether or not it was just a PR move. Right. And one of the uh, British divers over there was really hard going after Elon, saying it was just a PR move. Yeah. The submarine wouldn't even work. It was a terrible design. There's no way it would get past a certain chamber. Elon lashed back at him pretty hard and ultimately uh, insinuated that the only reason why that guy was in Thailand is because he has a child bride and uh, it didn't go over very well and he was like really lashing out back and forth and eventually um, that kind of died down and then a news outlet brought it up again saying hey you know you know what how do you feel about this and Elon's like well he hasn't sued me yet so it must be true and and then, uh, and then he got sued yeah by the guy for slander and, uh, you know, so all this stuff has come back up. And Elon's just been – he's been doing it pretty erratic with his, his Twitter stuff as of late. <clears throat> there, I can't remember. He got in a, a battle with someone else recently too. Um, it, it was one of those things where it was kind of a gray area where someone was saying because he was a billionaire, he doesn't get an opinion. Some sort of bullshit sort of stuff. I can't remember all the details. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. I'm butchering it. Um, but the point I'm is just that I'm going to find it here. Recently, over the past three to five months, Elon's been online, like sort of getting in battles with people. Sure. Been pretty volatile with the stuff that he's doing and saying. And so if stock is dropping because of that, okay, I get it because people are losing confidence in Right. Him. Well, and there's a lot of articles that have come out that saying like, you know, like uh, someone says, you know, he needs to have his come to Jesus moments. Uh, you know, people are saying he should go to medical leave he's they're worried about the guy because of his self-destructive behavior to what you're speaking here so there are a lot of a lot of people saying hey this is getting to a point where it's like i don't know if we're in a good position right now i'm actually surprised joe rogan didn't bring up the whole thailand you know british diver thing i actually am too I, I haven't listened to the episode the full episode yet but i'm i'm sure joe's more concerned about his thoughts on the future and inventions and stuff like that but sure like, but it would how be could interesting that not right? come up yeah you know about that sort of stuff yeah but um Joe probably didn't care either. So, um, but it's one of those things that maybe that was on one of the lists of things that they're like, yeah, we're we're not going to cover that because he did have handlers. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, it was one of those things. But I don't know. I I look at it as for that thing alone, irrelevant. Don't give a shit. Right. Well, um, and that's yeah. Like, for as many people who have who have tried it in their lives, who have done it, like it's just it, guys. It's not. It's. 
I, it still drives me nuts when people are, you know, well, it's a gateway, or, oh, it's this, or, oh, it's, oh, it's the, oh, weed'll make you do bad thing. No, it, it won't. It, it, there's no recorded deaths from it. No. It's, it's it literally safer than alcohol. Mm-hmm. There's no addictive quality to it. Like, you mm-hmm. got, it, it's all this misinformation. Yeah. It just bugs the fuck out of me when people get so up in arms about this. I hate the fucking smell of it, so, like, <laughs> I support it, but God damn it, I cannot stand the smell of weed. And whenever I'm like... It's because you've only smelled the bad stuff. Okay. Then everyone's smoking <laughs> bad stuff, apparently, because whenever I'm around it, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, there's no hiding it. Sure. Like, I'm like, come on, guys. Really on the morning commute? Right. Do we need to do this right now? It's just so disgusting. I can't stand it. But I'm all for people doing it. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. It's... Um, I think it's worthwhile for people to be able to do what they want. You know, there's things like... Uh, like you said, alcohol is way worse, in my opinion. Tobacco, You're like oh, there's there's tons of other stuff, and it's just right. has smack. A, it's smack. It has a ton of uh, bad press, and I think over time, it's basically getting shot down, and people are seeing. Oh, it's getting it's getting better, but I mean, yeah. it's it's definitely. It's I mean, I, anyone who's like relieve pain, it is a, it's mm-hmm. medicinal. Like there's so many things that that it it helps with. Yeah, and, it, and at this point in time, anyone's like, don't you be smoking weed. The only thing you can say is like, well, technically it's still illegal here, so don't do it because of that. If that's right. that's really the only argument I feel like you can have, yeah, is don't do it because it's technically illegal right now. I don't see any other reason. But in but in where he was, that <laughs> argument is irrelevant. Exactly. So, ta da! Like, yeah, I just it seems, yeah, I don't know. It that's, seems like anything, a very that, knee-jerk that is, reaction. Again, if I think if that's what it was for. I think it's it's on top of everything else if he hadn't if all that other stuff hadn't happened recently and he had done that i bet you it would have been one of the best pr moves you would think have been so like, really dude the memes that have come out of that are oh, the, the memes are fucking amazing most of them joe's rogan he's posted them and they're amazing yeah. i was gonna they're say so guys funny. if you yeah if you want look look up uh elon musk weed meme yeah and it's, it's yeah you will find some so funny brilliant things yeah it's really really well done and i i don't know i just don't see any reason to it's Bust his balls over the other stuff. Don't bust it over this. This is stupid. I, yeah, this Find is the last. Find something else to be outraged about. This is the last thing in the world that, that you should be concerned about with Elon Musk. Oh, it's going to hurt it. Like, he even said, like you said on the podcast, mm-hmm. he said that he it's it's not something he's into. You know? He doesn't like it. He stays yeah. away from it. It's not his jam. You know? And of course, Joe's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think, like again, to what we were talking, I can't remember if this was on or off mic, but you know, operating at that level, operating yeah. at that super high level, <clears throat> I mean, it doesn't surprise me that he is having. I'm not saying he's justified in his outbursts or his, uh, you know, attacks on Twitter or or any. Like, I'm not saying he's justified in any of that uh, or call saying the guy wants to have a child bride or whatever. But it doesn't surprise me that someone operating at that level loses touch with reality a little bit. Well, I'm disappointed because. He's made it this far, I guess, without really that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying he's it's, just it's, started doing it. Right. It's interesting now that it's becoming like But he a, hasn't habitual. really. Yeah. Because you haven't really seen that behavior. Maybe, maybe there. I don't know. I figure someone would have gone into his social media and found something. It just seems odd that he's so uh, over the top with it. Side note, did you know Elon Musk uh, made a cameo in Iron Man 2? I feel like I did. I didn't realize that until I just watched it recently. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I did, yeah. That's Elon Musk. Derp. Had no idea. <laughs> when they're in uh, Montenegro for the car race. And they're in the nice <laughs> yes. little club area. And he's just, Elon comes up to Stark and says, uh, I have a real great idea for an electric jet. And Tony's <laughs> like, cool, let's put something on the books. And I was like, I go, that's fucking Elon. 
Elon Musk. How did I not know that? I love I it. Like, yeah. God, I'm an idiot. I didn't know. I guess I didn't know who he was for the longest time. I sure, just like, sure, sure, sure. Cool. Yeah. I heard the name. I'm like, that's a weird name. And I just moved on with my life, you know, not knowing anything about him. I was like, oh, whoops. Well, how about that? That's odd. It's like, yeah, I yeah. bet he does have an idea for an electric jet. <laughs> I, I'm sure he does. Yeah. I mean, so he said no to the the cars, but like, what do you think about jet packs? No. Again, I know we're jumping around a lot, but uh-huh. I said I know uh, we're jumping around a lot topic wise. But what do you do? I again. It seems incredibly dangerous. I think anything you're doing with airspace is super, super dangerous. <clears throat> like listening to Bill Burr talk about what he's learned from helicopter stuff, like flying a helicopter. He's like, dude, you just can't fly around. Like, yeah. You have to get clearance. And if you even happen to wander into the wrong place, like your ass will be grounded by jets in a half, in a half second. Like, really? And again, it's the same reason why we have speed limits because there's assholes out there in the world who can't follow instructions. All it's going to take is one dipshit to get drunk and decide he's going to jetpack home and he's going to just, you know, in a fiery crash, yeah. land into a school of kids yeah. and, you know, you have an inferno on your hands. So I just, I don't think it's a good idea. Not to mention, dude, you got bugs, you've got birds, you've got all the stuff that'll like, it seems like a terrible way to travel. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just it does not to mention I don't know how you do that safely. The, the bugs and birds are the thing that would be well not even the bugs but the birds yeah. mainly like because if you're going if you're going at a uh, if you're going at a good you know tick you're you're mm-hmm. you're you know clocking along I don't I don't think you're going to see a bird coming out of coming no. out of your periphery you know I know that how do you track where you're going you know what I mean GPS oh GPS yep. you just have it on a heads up display yeah you got a hut yeah that's it just there we go um T N <laughs> And also, it's like, dude, weather plays a huge part in that as well. Yeah. If it's raining, if it's a storm, if yeah. it's high winds. Well, I was going to say, too, also, like, okay, it's X number of degrees here. Go up 1,000 feet. Yeah. How much does the temp change? Yeah. It's cold. I, who would really want to do this? I would. I mean, hobbyists? Like, I, 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 would, I would absolutely put a backpack on, jet down to the Quad Cities. <laughs> oh, that would sound awful. Yeah. Sounds awesome. That sounds really bad. You're mispronouncing awesome. No, I don't think so. It sounds <laughs> terrible. I just, I don't, it doesn't seem like a very safe way to go about it. There's so many risks. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying it's a good idea or safe, but it sounds yeah. fun. Oh, man. That just sounds really, really awful I to would, me. I would like to, if you, did you ever, did I ever show you the, uh, the prototype jetpack they were trying to put to market? No. I don't it think was, so. I will have to, off, off mic, I will show it to you. Yeah. It is a thing of uh, comedic amazement. Yeah. Because is it like the movie The Rocketeer? Just, no, it's even worse. How does that guy have, still have legs? Oh, yeah, no, those should be c- gone. Mean, that guy should have cooked legs immediately. Second he turned that on. Yeah. yeah. No, these, the turbines on this thing are fucking massive. It is the funniest fucking thing. Yeah, that's another thing that's like, uh, what it would take to fly yeah. and just. W- we just need a good, uh, just an arc reactor powering some repulsors. That's something else that uh, Elon brought up too. He goes, if you have flying cars, he goes, landing that would, your neighbors would fucking hate you. <laughs> the sound, he's like, yeah. it, it, it just, it, he goes, how loud is it for a jet to take off? You know, how loud is it for a helicopter? He goes, if everyone's just all the time. Yeah. He goes, oh, my God. Can you imagine oh. the noise pollution? I didn't. Even, that's something I didn't even consider. I was like, oh, my God. Just think God. about how much the drone that I have. Right. Think about how loud that thing is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to think if the average, if they get this cheap enough for the average Joe to have, you got to have a landing pad. You know, you got to be able to. What do you do when you run out of gas? Because some idiot's going to. Electric cars. Right. Yeah. And what about them? Right. 
They run out of juice at some point, right? No, no, no. What you have to have is you have to have uh, regenerative. Uh, <laughs> They're like wind turbines? Propellers, yeah. yeah. So as they go, they're powering the car. There you go. It's science. I think that, that adds up. That, that checks out. Um, You're an idiot. It's science. Yeah. It's, oh, there's just so many terrible, terrible things. And Elon, or was it Elon or was it Neil deGrasse Tyson? One of them made the point that um, turbine engines have gotten better over the years. Yeah. It used to be that when a plane flew overhead, it was deafening. Yeah. No matter how high it was. Right. And people were like, oh, but they, you know, brought up nowadays, like a plane comes by, sometimes you barely notice. Like, it's just they've gotten better with that. So possibly they could get something so it's not as noisy. But still, you've got to accelerate and, and lift yeah. this thing yeah. off the ground. I just don't trust the average person. I mean, there's assholes oh, I, that drive cars. 100% do not trust the average person either. Yeah. I No, that, it would be no. There is something to be said about being able to get someplace faster. Yeah, and you know, flying is one of that. But I, I mean, I'm all for checking out these these tubes, man. What if you invest in the tunnel system? It's the new interstate, but with a tunnel system that you can go ten thousand feet down. You know, Jesus a little, Christ, a little can scary. You imagine that. A little scary as you go that further down. I'm sure. Yeah. But if you can make something that was safe and stable, that didn't get disrupted by earthquakes or anything like that, and you essentially could modernize this thing to just zip through the country like how amazing would that be the only thing that i'm worried about with that would be and i'm I'm, again much smarter men than i have thought on this for a long time i'm sure so there's there's probably research out there that answers this question but my concern would be uh along in the vein of um what causes like sinkholes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like you're disrupting so much of your earth underneath yourself. Mm-hmm. Like how, how are you preventing, how are you, how are you ensuring that you're not just going to have collapses? You're not going to be causing more issues surface level with, mm-hmm. with, you know, anything that, that makes its way up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure you just put like some load bearing walls. <laughs> Probably a couple of wooden beams. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean you've I'm seen sure mines. Some, I mean, I'm sure you could put some concrete in there. I'm sure that'll just make things go real real quick. Sure. You know? Yep. All right. See, like I said, I have not thought about this. I mean, obviously, you've given this some... Obviously. Some, I have no fucking clue how that thoughts. shit works. But again, that's a giant, like, wouldn't it be great if? But I think that's a viable thing But then you got multiple companies who are all making their tubes. How do you know where the tube is? You don't want to run one tube and another tube. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it, it, well, if you can make it a government level thing, you know, where it's basically like the interstates, you know, yeah. and you find this way to just make this high speed. Like in my head, action. all of a sudden, I'm going to all the bad things that could happen. Oh, of course. Like, like I, you went to the bad things in, sure. in the air. The first thing I'm going to is like, well, what about the first? What about the first? Uh, you know, uh, chip in the uh, in the the. Um, the coding or whatever that causes a, a wreck or something down yeah. there, or someone, you know, there's violence in, in one of the cars, or there's an explosion, oh, or there's, there's like the, you're ten thousand feet underground, yeah, and there's a fucking explosion, yeah, right, like I, yeah, it, it just, or it's just you know there's a wreck and it stops everything, uh, right? Now, obviously there'd be multiple levels because again it's not just one track that everyone goes on. There's multiple ones that people sure, can travel, but on. yeah, you can make it so like oh this is the express one to L A. and everyone who's going to L A. gets on this one and just fires them out there and there's like a very complex web of lies 
it's a giant, it's a series of tubes. <laughs> and what's it from again? It's like the guy who described the internet. <laughs> it's a series of tubes. It's a series of tubes. <laughs> of interconnected tubes. And, um, you know, because again, I'm all for. Make, that's where the innovation stuff always excites me. I was like, how can we make this stuff better? Because I don't know how to do it. I'm a dumb dumb. So if someone could come up with something like that that makes people's travel that much better and that much easier, and I'm for automation and stuff like that. Elon's also very anti-AI. He thinks it's a terrible idea, which is interesting. <laughs> He's very fatalistic. He's like, ah, yeah, if we do that... We're walking. He goes, I've warned everybody. He made it seem like we've done it already. And he's always like, I warned the government. I said, I don't. These guys. Don't put them online. I, them. I said, don't do it. Don't I turn said, them on. Don't do it. Yeah. And he made a viable point just how nowadays it's almost like Project Insight from Captain America Winter Soldier where they're like, uh, you know, that guy's algorithm, you know, it reads everyone's lives. Like, how can you do that? He goes, how can it not? Our lives nowadays are a digital book. And he goes, everything you have, your social media, your your buying tendencies, your bank records, your medical records, all that stuff is online. Yeah. And Google, he's like, in some degree, is an AI. You know, it yeah. can fill in automatically what you think you're typing. He's yeah. like, all these things are I'm readily still available. Google is listening to everything we're saying. Sure. Like, how many times have you been talking about something? You go to Google, you type in the first word, and it's like, you mean this? Yeah. I'm like, there's no way you would have guessed that. Yeah, and all that stuff is just being it's 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 learning whatever this is it's 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 amassing all this data yeah. to a point where it's like oh okay well this thing has kind of gotten to a point where you know it's out of it's out of our realm of control yeah which is a scary thing because that's where all the basis for things like Terminator and all those movies come from is or the Matrix where you create something and then you realize that it's self improving it realizes that humans are not as capable or whatever and it basically that's where the war begins to some degree or whatever that's super dangerous and that I would love to have Wayne back on to talk about this because oh, he absolutely. always he always talks tells us that we're coming at AI the very wrong way so I well, would love to hear him break down please, Musk's I, welcome. thought of that like that just that would well, be it's a the very, same thing when we had uh, god <clears throat> damn it his name is failing me already oh shit director at second city Anthony Anthony yes yeah. uh, Anthony LeBlanc yeah and he basically was like, well, there's two different versions of AI. There's the sort of uh, the sci-fi version. The sci-fi, and then there's like the automation version, right? which I find the automation version way more sexy because something that can well, be and efficient right. and automate, which also makes people's buttholes pucker up because it's potentially a job eliminator. But at the same time, I look at it as like, well, that's what we're always talking about in my line of work is how do we automate this? Right. How do we automate this? That's what we love. We love as a culture automation. Mm-hmm. You click a button to subscribe, and it's like, cool. You get an automatic email saying, hey, by the way, here you go. Here's your confirmation. Right. You just did this. You're all set to go. Or as everyone kind of gets a boner about in my company about the Domino's Pizza Tracker, Ooh, it's one of the yeah. best things when you think about customer service. Oh, yeah. Order your pizza online. Get the tracker. It tells you exactly what's going on every single step of the way. Right. So you don't have to call the store to ask. Right. So they're see saving. what's going on. Right. They're saving you, the customer, from having to waste your time, and they're saving their employees from having to waste their time answering your dumb call. Exactly. So yeah. it's automated as you're going through. You're like, oh, how amazing. This thing knows exactly what's going on, and I know when it'll be here. It's automation. I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think it's fascinating. I think it's exciting. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, again, I'm practical. I'm efficient. So if you can make my life more efficient and if more practical. If you can automate my life? Dude. I'm in. Disney's all about that stuff, too. You know, automating right, right, right. stuff. So they have to pay their union workers, you know. Did you see what the final, <laughs> incidentally, did you see what the final, I just caught what you said. <laughs> uh, well, wait. Did you just see 
for some reason, I was down this rabbit hole today. Uh, the final uh, cost for Disney's acquisition of Fox. No. What was it? $70 billion? $73.1, I think, billion. Dollars. That's like chump change to it's them. insane amount of money. That Dude, cons- considering like age or uh, Infinity War almost made $2 billion. I mean, you know, that's the level of shit they're working with on that stuff. You know what I mean? And then merchandise fair merchandise alone for that. Not to mention Points. Star Wars merchandise. Like, that that's is, a fair point. That is a... And not to mention, they got Star Wars at a steal. They got Marvel at a steal. They got Marvel, I think, for $4 billion. They got Star Wars for $7 billion. Yeah. Those two are steals, for sure. Yeah. But, five, well, yeah. So it's saying right here that uh, in 2016, the Walt Disney Company held assets worth over a total of $92 billion U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. So um, it's funny because you're just like, well, dude, 92 minus 73, that's not a lot left. But then you realize there's a fucking B in front of it. It's a billion, you asshole. Like, not to mention, that was 2016, right? Sure. Uh, had The Force Awakens come out yet? Had had Infinity War? Yeah. Infinity War. I mean, and again, these are just things that were in their infancy. That doesn't include any of their investments into their parks, the Star Wars park, you know, merchandise from toys and everything like that. I mean, that stuff is just ongoing. That will never end. There will always be a market for that stuff. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to see if there's any updated numbers here. So if they were to spend that, that is, don't get me wrong, that's a sizable amount of money, but also what are they going to get back from that? Yeah. They're pretty much going to get all of the Marvel properties. They're now going to be under one house. I mean, that is going to be insane. And the Iger, mouse house. Iger's already said, like he's confirmed, he goes Spider-Man, or um, uh, X-Men, mm-hmm. uh, Fantastic Four, and Deadpool will all be joining the MCU. Mm-hmm. He's like he has made that. I don't know statement. how they do that with Deadpool, but I, well, I welcome it. <laughs> that's the thing that I'm interested about, and that's what something Hague brought up is he's like he goes. I wonder what Reynolds will have to say about that. And yeah. I was like, here's the thing: if Disney says this is happening, I feel like the only thing Reynolds has to say is yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what you can say against that. And if you're Disney, I think you play it smart <laughs> and you roll with it. Right. You roll with what Disney is. You just release it under the Fox brand. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and I or whatever side brand that you have it under, so that it's like a different entity altogether. Sort of, it's related. I still don't know how you can bring that under the MCU though, because the tone of Deadpool nah, is nah, that's true. So vastly different. But Deadpool also has a lot to do with X Men, so you could right. probably. But still, is X Men going to be in that vein I too? I just like the way Marvel is going, and I love yeah. where Marvel is, but it is it is tonally. Night and fucking day different. The only thing they need to get back full time is Spider Man. That's it. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> the Look, Spider-Man when, when, universe. When Hugh Jackman was still rocking and Wolverine, I wanted him to be in the MCU so fucking bad. Now that he's gone, I don't care. Yeah. I don't honestly don't care. Like yeah. if they bring the X Men in, cool. I'll watch it. If not, not Whatever. gonna lose sleep. I'll I'll I don't swallow care. another if reboot can, for him. If they can start using the word mutants, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, they'll probably be a large part of the next phases that they do. Sure, yeah. They'll, and they'll kind of have them be the bigger part of it, and you'll get to explore that, which makes sense time-wise. Yeah. How they develop that stuff out and how they make it work. But <coughs> I, 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 I'm I, excited for that sort of stuff, just as for the sake of storytelling and doing it right. I mean, yeah. it'd be nice to see a good Fantastic Four movie. My God. You know? It's about damn time. And only that, those all of a sudden, those comics are going to start being uncanceled, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I thought they, didn't they bring the X Men back or are they still in a, a the hiatus? A, the uh, the X Men are fine. They just have not created any new characters in years. Gotcha. Because gotcha, gotcha. they don't want the 
yeah. Fox to profit from it. Sure, sure, so sure. So yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, we'll create, we'll just keep doing the same shit. Never so okay, new See, I was on the assumption that they were on a uh, a hold for producing any new comics. They've been mm-hmm. writing. They've been writing X Men comics. No, I don't it's know if that's necessarily the case. They just haven't. They haven't made a new character in decades. <laughs> gotcha. So because yeah. they're like, fuck that shit. Right. Yeah, and then right of course, Fantastic Four just got straight up canceled. Bleh. They're like, nope, we're not making any more of you. Oh, for comic book wise. Uh, yeah, they canceled oh, that they? way yeah. back when Fantastic Four the reboot came Bleh. out. They're like, yeah. we're going to cancel this ahead of the just short. Shortly ahead of that, just to kind of be like a final fuck you, right? To yeah, this, for like, yeah, you're not, not that it would have helped at all. No. to keep that going. No, that yeah. was a turn of a movie which I haven't seen, but you know, <laughs> I, I watched it. I don't need to. The new one? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I don't need to. You it's don't just need a to. goddamn shame because there's some great actors. <laughs> it was a mess. Ugh, it was a mess. Ugh, yeah, that's a fucking shame because yeah. I was like, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, I'm interested. Oh, the trailer paints it to be this like, okay, you got okay. my attention. What's up? What's yeah. up with this? Yeah, look, another gritty reboot. I'm like, yeah. I'll take it. Right, I'll take it. It looks I'll, good. You know what? Yeah. Look, I'm not above a gritty reboot. I no. love gritty reboots if they're done well. Yeah, yeah, I can there, handle it. There's another property that Disney uh, could bid on mm. if they wanted to. It's Ooh. on the table, and uh, an offer has been made to them right now that Disney. This is on the table if you would like to, to acquire this property. For a cool $1 billion. That's it. And that's B, billion with a B. Yes. I want to make that very clear. We need to build a studio. Okay, right. guys, give us a billion dollars. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Uh, do you know what that property is, Doug? It's a death world of world of death, and it's a throwdown. <laughs> I was like, deathmatch? I was going to say deathmatch. Why was I going to say deathmatch? I don't know, but I was like, it's I don't a know. death world. Interesting. <laughs> In which people battle, also known as a throwdown. Like, Jesus. I was like, deathmatch. 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 That's not deathmatch. <laughs> it's a throwdown. So, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, in honor of Black Panther coming to Netflix. Yay! Uh, I just watched it again uh, the other night uh, when I was feeling a little under the weather. Um, and uh, it made me feel a little better. Nice. Uh, I thought I would bring the we'd bring the Black Panther back into the throwdown mix, and uh, it's a character that I have not. Uh, you've seen him in the in the movies. Uh, you really have not seen him. Uh, you don't really dive into him in the movies. And I, I've always found this character interesting. We're gonna put the Black Panther up against Beast. Interesting. And the reason is they both have claws. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, Black Panther definitely has supernatural powers. Yes. Uh, Beast is an animal, but he's also very smart. Yes, he's got super intellect. Yes. Genius level intellect, despite his animal physique. But uh, He's got superhuman strength, speed, and agility. Excellent hand-to-hand combatant. Uh, employing unique styles of acrobatic combat and training that he received at uh, the circus at Professor Xavier's and coaching from Captain America, actually. Oh, really? Is what his profile says. Um, I was actually thinking about putting him up against Captain America initially, mm-hmm. but I feel like the Black Panther is more akin to where he is. Um, <coughs> you can put Beast up against Captain America. Yeah. Oh, Captain America all day. Really? Hands down. Okay. Yeah. Well, we solved that one, guys. Guys, that was the throwdown. And there's a comic where uh, it's shown that Black Panther defeats Captain America. Therefore, Beast so wait a second. Martial would... prowess is moot. <laughs> Why would you uh, automatically assume that Captain America would beat Beast? 
Because I think that the Beast would actually be uh, Black Panther. Why? Claws? <laughs> Black Panther has claws too. Right. Vibranium, nonetheless. That's a very that's a very good point. I guess it also depends on what uh, suit he's wearing too. Because yeah. if he's he wearing that one that... Supercharged uh, one. Yeah, supercharged suit. So he um, takes enough hits and he can go <coughs> skadoosh. He's... <laughs> Yeah. Um, I just think I, if you look at the size of Beast, um, I think, and he's been portrayed in, in as, as different sizes. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the the typical size of him, he's a large individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a lot of power behind him. I really and and his intellect. I think he would out out intellect the Black Panther. T'Challa is also incredibly <laughs> intelligent. Also, he is, but genius he runs, level. He runs the Illuminati. It's an actual organization in the Marvel Universe. I just love saying it. He makes was, it sound there's, like... There's so many situations where like he's he was entrusted with things like the Infinity Gauntlet in one of the... Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the, 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 the brief comic, but he's incredibly intelligent as well. Okay. Maybe I, I'll probably give Beast maybe the edge on that one. Um, but I when I think it comes to physical prowess, I think... The supernatural capabilities plus the technology that Black Panther brings to the table. The Beast brings some raw strength, but... I think he brings the raw strength, and I I, I do think... <coughs> I don't know, maybe because of the vibranium suit. Mm-hmm. Those fucking claws, man. Yeah, right? Those vibranium claws. I mean, because he's got protection. Beast has nothing. As right, yeah, Black Panther well, claws, that's, that's straight up, you know... Yeah. It's not like Beast can regenerate or anything like that. I mean, I'm sure he's got a better than normal healing factor, but probably not a yeah anything out of the yeah. Um, superhuman strength, speed, reflexes, agility, flexibility, dexterity, coordination, balance, and endurance. He can climb uh, vertical surfaces with his bare hands, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Can he climb twice the speed up a tree? That he's not a cheetah, Doug. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> Um, fuck, man! I was really gonna give this to Beast, but I think, yeah, I mean, in your, uh, in the, I think two minutes that we've been debating this, I mm-hmm. think you've swayed me to, uh, to Black Panther, just because I, yeah, I mean, he does. I mean, if he's equally as smart, if not just a little less smart, I think he's got the, uh, he's he's got the technology. He's got the technology. He's got the agility. He's got the strength. Like he's got everything. I, going I feel for him. like strength wise they're gonna be matched. I really feel like strength wise they're matched. Fine, they're matched, but then he beats him in every other aspect. <laughs> <Jesus laughs> the thing is, because Beast doesn't significantly beat Black Panther. Whereas I look at Black Panther and I'm like, he has an edge in a lot more categories than Beast yeah. does. That's why I'm not like he's gonna walk out and like go, Come here, you pussy. Right. You know, pussy, 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 and then like pussy claw his eyes yeah. out. He's. I mean, it'll be a. It'll be an interesting fight, but I yeah. just think with everything else going for him on paper, I think Black Panther uh, beats Beast. Okay, I'll. I'll give you that. I will. I, yes. I will. I will, uh, I will concede. Thank you. Black Panther for the win! That is the end of the throwdown song. Exactly. It's very festive as someone has died on our battlefield arena. That's right. In a death match. <laughs> known as the throwdown. Throw <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, that was fun, man. It was good stuff. Yeah, I know. Good. I just want to make sure you know that. Good. You know, because you need that positive feedback. Right. I thrive on it. Good. In fact, you need to. It's the life. I think blood. you and I should do an episode where we give each other performance reviews. 
It'd be great. Really dry. Really, really dry good. stuff. It's really, really great stuff. We can create a, uh, a, a KPI matrix. Nice. Right? Yeah. We can uh, uh, core, core, uh, core ability. Um, oh, fuck. What was the... There was just a thing that circulated at work. It was called something. I don't know. It's corporate jargon. <laughs> we'll talk about Core ability you. assessments. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Guys, look forward to that episode. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. We'll do a nice uh, spans and layers. Right. You know, examination. We'll take a look at, uh, you know, compensation reviews. You know, how it, it compares with the rest of the market. Right. Are we on track? Are we over? Are we under? Do some goal setting. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. It's going to be a real, good episode, guys. You're we'll going to learn a lot. We'll get our alignment set up. You right. Know, all these gross words. <laughs> Synergistically. <laughs> Synergistically. <laughs> Seems a little bit made up, but I like it. Uh, Justin, you got anything you want to promote or uh, suggest? Yeah. Uh, Chicago HR, season two. Um, they're releasing new episode every Monday, and they are this, uh, the day we're recording. The, nope. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> Uh, this week, the week you're listening to this, uh, uh, they released uh, episode three. So they've got uh, they've got five more episodes to go. <coughs> Excuse me. Really good season. Um, and uh, I put together a really fun blooper reel. So if you watch the full season, there's a blooper reel coming too. It's Bloopers are fun. A lot of fun. Um, there was something I just watched on uh, on TV too, and I can't remember what it was, but it was really good. Um, watch Ballers. Ballers. This season's really good too. Cool. On HBO. Uh, I have 27 minutes left in it, but so far I'm a fan of the movie Slight. I thought you were going to say, I have 27 minutes to describe this. And I'm like, you don't. Uh, no, you you don't. absolutely don't. Yeah. Absolutely not. Uh, the movie Slight. Okay. It's on HBO. It was sort of like the uh, New Age Chronicle, if you guys have ever seen the movie Chronicle. Interesting. One of my favorite movies. Um, essentially, it's about a kid who's trying to support his sister after his parents have died, and he can actually do some telekinesis stuff. He's really good at sleight of hand stuff, and uh, kind of gets mixed up with the drug trade, and it gets really interesting. So nice. I'm kind of curious uh, where it's going to go. Uh, pretty well acted, and it's it's a it's a nice sort of uh, fun fun film. Nice. So again, haven't finished it yet. I'm kind of curious how it's going to end. That's what I watched. What? Ready Player One. Yeah, did you like it? I loved it. It was a great oh, movie. I really yeah, want to watch it. Great movie, and nice. really cool that Spielberg got to direct it because he got to nod to a lot of his things. Yeah. and there are an Easter eggs, Un, Easter eggs, an uncountable amount of Easter eggs. Like yeah. you will miss them, and you will have to go back and watch again. Yeah, because we were we watched it as a group at the ICMC, and we uh, <coughs> we every one of us was calling out a different one that the other ones didn't see. It was it was just nonstop. Yeah. So it was it's a, it's a fun movie. I remember watching uh, the trailer for it, and I was like, God damn, that looks like fun. Yeah, looks like it's my movie. Don't get me wrong; there are a few things that I we how did this get made? Yeah, uh, you know, commented on like yeah. it was it was very like there's one thing like. At the end, you're just like the 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 motivation of the villain. You're like, what? Yeah. Hold on, Wait that doesn't track with the rest of the fucking movie. But yeah, we can forgive those. It was a good movie. So That's check cool. That out, yeah. I want to check that out when it comes on streaming. <laughs> so guys, you can find Mind Gap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Mind Gap Podcast. And Justin exists in the digital realm on Twitter and Instagram at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M I K E L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out. On iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Deathmatch, <laughs> and on Google Podcasts, uh, anywhere podcasts are sold. Uh, subscribe to us there, uh, leave us a review, rate us, and then share us around too. Let uh, let people know that we're out there, we're available, um, and uh, we're single and ready to mingle. 
Always. Uh, TwoEastEighth.com slash MindGap and TwoEastEighth.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. It's the other podcast I sometimes do with Milo Stavanovich, and it's about the bar industry, and it's cool. Milos, we love you. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. As always, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. Mind Gap Podcast. <laughs>